Okay, this is something that just popped into my head. I think it's very relevant. So I'm sure you know what's happening around Kanye West, right? I don't know if you've probably um, been this hmm. recently. This... Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you gotta fill me in, man. Listen, listen, I'm sure listen, I'm... people, you, people, people, people think I'm joking when in the book when I say I don't watch the news unless two people tell me something. Yeah. So now you, you, yeah. you've told, you've said it. Let me know. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I'm someone that doesn't really watch the news on a regular basis. I just get my news, you know, just, just throwing at me, whether it's in the gym, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's on Feedly, different platforms. So two things um, surrounding Kanye West. So one, um, of course, he, he released a, a bunch of T-shirts called White Lives Matter. Um, and I think it's the reverse psychology in a Black Lives Matter thing because um you know i don't want to get into any controversy but anyway yeah. he released um a clothing line called white lives matter and then the black communities um started the uproar around it and he's starting to get cancelled and you know people are starting to threaten him and things like that but he's refusing to step down you have the likes of candace owens who's supporting him um and then what's happened also is that um recently i think J jp morgan i've just heard today have cancelled kanye west so now he has to go and take his funds to another wealth wealth investment bank so it's really really crazy what what's 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 happening over here um so i guess my question to you is um <clears throat> you have you have one side of you have one camp of people who are really comfortable in terms of addressing, you know, race and, you know, ad addressing their, their fears. And then on the other side, you've got people who are afraid to um, share, you know, how they really feel about certain um, themes and topics around race. And then, and then they refuse to keep, keep quiet. Um, Cause for example, there's one interview Kanye also did with uh, Fox, I think it was Fox news. And then he was talking about how, when he supported, when he decided to support Trump or someone like that in, instead of somebody else, um, he was getting um, threats from the black community or whatever saying, hey, you know, quickly change your opinion. Otherwise, we're going to do this. Otherwise, we're going to come and threaten you, your family. We're going to come and kill you, whatever. Um, but he stood up. He stood up. Um, what do you see? I, I'm, I'm sure you probably don't want, you know, monitor this guy a lot. I mean, we ain't, we ain't got time to monitor Kanye, you know, right? But I mean, it's just content that i'm just that's just been fed to me um what do you how do you um what 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 kind of behaviors would you would you say um or characteristics would you say are are, are quite needed to to be able to kind of tackle you know controversy like this i mean to kind of deal with you know con this kind of co controversy and then on the other hand for those who are quite shy or scared or fearful to address you know r racial uh, matters that um that they want that they don't want to come out and share because they feel they're going to be threatened how would you then how would that person ad address address those matters i hope that made sense so you got one camp yeah. and you got another camp so so I think this is an awesome case study because it it shows just how tricky and messy these types of things are. And so for me, let's just bring it back to one of the, the key principles or beliefs that I have is that conflict is an opportunity. Conflict is an opportunity. And before more so than getting into the, like determining who's right and who's wrong at this point, I think it's really it, really important for us to slow down and recognize the opportunity that this situation presents us with for people like you and me and people all around the world to talk about this because clearly this situation 
stirs up a lot of emotions in a lot of different people for a lot of different ways. That's fascinating. That's interesting. And that's important. That's very telling. And so I think it gives us an opportunity to speak to our values. What are those values? What is it about this situation that makes it so emotionally um, challenging for us to, to deal with? And why is it that we feel such strong emotions about it? Because you can, if you tweak the case study, it becomes really interesting, right? Because if it's a white person who says, white lives matter and has a shirt that says white lives matter there might be an uproar but not the same kind of uproar that comes from the from Kanye West doing it for him as a black man doing it it's really interesting and i think it speaks a lot to our psychology too just the psychology of tribalism because whenever these types of things come up it immediately spurs up a lot of emotionality number 1 mm -hmm. and then people immediately start to take sides and then they immediately start to vilify each other in the, in the yeah. interaction, right? But what's yeah. really not happening is communication. True communication is not occurring. What we're doing is we're taking the opportunity to show who we are by siding with the people who believe what we believe and showing who we are not to our tribe by attacking the people <laughs> that disagree with us too. And so there's a <laughs> lot of identity that's going into this. And that's one of the things that makes these conversations so tough. So one of the things I outlined in the book is that the two things that make these conversations about race so triggering for everybody is number one, identity. Who am I? Who, what, and what does it mean to be a person like me? And number two, morality. What does it mean mm -hmm. to be a good or bad person? And when those two things come together in these situations, rational thought often sits at the sideline and then we just start to attack each other. So I think it's, a, I, I think before we start picking like who's right, who's wrong, what's the right thing to do. I think again, just people, individual people like you and me, we could use this as an opportunity to talk to each other, learn from each other and connect instead of taking it as an opportunity to attack and pull ourselves further apart. Yeah, I, t I totally agree with that. Um, I guess there's more diplomatic ways to, go about tackling this kind of issue or making a statement um i guess you could argue that maybe certain people want want to want to take these actions because they want to make a statement they want to be heard they want the world to see so they have to do it in such a way where the whole world sees but i think from your point of view they, there are more diplomatic and more um clever ways to handle this which can cause a lot less uproar and solve more problems because at the end of the day i think your philosophy is more about okay, what's the problem we are trying to solve and how can we get there? And what do we need to do to get there? What is the why? You know, so I think that's what I like about your way of tackling, of, of resolving conflict because you always dive deeper. What is the why? Where does this come from? How can we get to the root of the matters and how can we break this down? Okay, um, what would you say are some of the, the most common...